0: Do you sometimes find it difficult to solve arguments between children? Do you sometimes get parent complaints when a child goes home with an issue? Then I've got the perfect video for you because today I'm going to talk to you about how you can solve conflicts between children for good. Yes, we've all been there, children have fallen out, it takes an age to resolve the problem. But then the problem keeps reoccurring and coming back, parents come in and get involved and really things get blown out of proportion when they should have actually been resolved relatively quickly. This is a problem for many teachers when children have arguments, parents want to get involved, children don't feel like things have been resolved properly. But hopefully today I'm going to give you a few top tips for how you can talk to children in order to resolve problems for good. my first top tip is consequences. There's two sides to this. Making sure that the child that has done something wrong receives the correct consequence, but also that the child who feels that they've had something done to them knows and understands that it has been dealt with. More often than not, sometimes children can continue issues when they don't feel it's been dealt with properly or there hasn't been a correct consequence for that child. This can also trigger parents to get involved when they feel that the school hasn't dealt with something appropriately. So consequences are really important. Consequences tell a child that they've done something wrong and as a consequence they'll have to do something to make things better. Quite often I like to ask the children what consequence they believe that they should receive. So if a child has done something wrong, I like to ask them, what consequence do you think should happen? So if a child has made a mess and thrown litter around on the floor, I'd ask them, what do you think the consequence should be? And usually they will respond, I think I should tidy it up. Therefore, the child understands that because of their actions, they have to correct it and apologise. Likewise, if a child has fallen out and said something not very nice from a child the consequence should be to apologise, perhaps write a letter in order to make them feel better. It gets the child to understand exactly what they need to do in order to make the situation better rather than just moving on. Likewise, consequences are really great for a child who has had something done to them to see that the school has reacted and tried to resolve the problem. If a child feels like the situation has been resolved then the parents will also feel like the situation has been resolved and that avoids those awkward conversations of parents coming in and reigniting, re-sparking the issues that had occurred the previous day. My second top tip is to ask the children if they feel that the consequences are fair. Sometimes it's dead easy in the heat of the moment as a teacher to react, give them a consequence or send them outside, do whatever. And really you may have overreacted in the heat of the moment or perhaps you've not had time to look into the situation as much as you would have liked. Sometimes also we perceive one child who've done something wrong when actually it's the other child was equally as responsible. So it's always great to have that conversation of pulling a child to one side and saying look you've made this, this mistake, this is your consequence, do you feel that the consequence is fair? Give them an opportunity to give them a voice. More than not, the child will say, yes, I do think the consequence is fair, because they realise they've done something wrong. But sometimes children will turn around and say, no, I don't think it's fair. And sometimes they may come back with a valid point. It may be that they say, well, actually, yes, I did make a mess of the room, but he did this too. And so that person could be pulled in and receive the same consequence. Or it may be actually that you misread the situation. And so you need to correct what's happened. By asking if you feel that consequence is fair or what has happened is fair, you're giving that child an opportunity to share the full details of in the information. The full details of what happened and the full information. Occasionally, teachers, we do make mistakes and it's important to make sure we give children an opportunity to share when perhaps we've misread the situation. Equally, if that child goes home and tells the parents that they didn't believe that they they should have been in trouble, when that parent comes in, you have that verbal evidence from the child where you can turn around and say, well, actually, it's interesting because yesterday when I spoke to the child and I asked them whether they felt the situation was fair, they agreed that it was fair. My third top tip is, have I solved the problem for you? So likewise, with the child that's received the consequences that made the mistake, turn to the other child who is the kind of receiver of that or has been um, a victim of something and ask them, do you feel like this is solved? Do you feel like the problem is resolved? More than not, again the child will say, yes I feel like you've dealt with it and will go away happy but it also gives them a voice to turn around and say, well actually no I don't think it's been resolved because this child also did something or um, actually they did this as well or I don't think it's quite been resolved. If they say that, then you can listen to them, you can talk it through with them so they feel that it has been resolved. It may be that they reveal more information and you have to go off and deal with the, the situation a bit further, but more often than not, the children will turn around and say, yes, it's been resolved. And like for the other case, when they go home uh, and the parents say, how was your day? And they say, well, actually this happened. The parents say, well, what did the teacher do about it? The child will say, they did this, this and this, and it has been resolved. They will be good to take that information back, which should usually prevent from overreacting and come charging back into the school the next day. By asking the key question, have I solved the problem? You allow my child to mentally close that issue down so they're feeling a bit better and they can retell that information to their parents. Top tip number four is how are you feeling now? Like with the other questions, it allows you to f- figure out if the child is feeling better. So if a child is feeling upset because of something that's happened, you've dealt with it, you've put the consequences into place, you've asked them whether they feel that the consequences were fair etc. Right at the end, just finish with, how are you feeling now? Usually the the victim or the child that's had something said to them will say I'm feeling better now and that's really really important for you to understand that child feels like it's been resolved and that they're feeling much more happier about the situation. It also again gives them another chance to say actually no I'm still feeling sad because in which case you can then deal with it talk things through with them or go off and resolve that situation a little bit further. Top tip number five is communication with parents. Yes, all of these strategies that I've talked about is all about an children to understand that the conflict has been resolved, but we still want to make sure that we share the information with parents first before the pupils do. So always make sure that you spend time to just briefly share with parents what's happened, what were the consequences, how is it dealt with, and that the child is feeling much better, which is why you ask all these questions with the child too. If the child is feeling better, and feels like the situation was dealt with fairly and is now resolved, communicate that with the parents. If the parents come and pick up the children, just catch them at the end of the day, bring them into your classroom, give them a a quick brief details, but most importantly reiterate that the child is now feeling happy about the situation and they feel like it was dealt with fairly. That way the parent will go away happy knowing that you have dealt with the situation appropriately. If the parent doesn't come into school, then try and get on the phone to them and share the same information that way. I would personally avoid sending emails because emails sometimes can be misread, misinterpreted. Obviously, you're not there using your voice saying that, yes, they feel much better, etc. And so sometimes emails encourage a response or an anger response back. Try and make sure you do everything face to face or at least over the phone. So those are my top tips for how you can deal with conflict in a really clear and transparent way so that children understand why they're receiving certain consequences and that children can verbalize it and so that children can understand that the conflict has been resolved. And more importantly, and just as importantly, when my children go home, they can communicate that to parents as well. I hope this video has been useful. If you have any comments or ideas of how you deal with conflict and resolution, then please comment on my YouTube comment box below. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm Ben from Waggle Teaching. Have a really great day.